0: Welcome to another episode of The Rundown. I'm Sunny Galt. I'm a messenger with United Network News. Now, if you haven't heard of us before, maybe you're just flipping through, looking for different news-related podcasts. Well, we do things a little bit differently. We discuss the real news, what is really happening on this planet. We don't care what the other... News outlets are talking about, we're not interested in stories that go through a 24-hour cycle, and then, you know, I feel like they keep talking about the same things over and over again. Well, that's not what we do. We discuss the real news, what's really happening on this planet. And we have a newscast that is released through our online distribution platform. So we are wherever you really want to be. Any kind of streaming platform – If you want to watch through your TV at home, that's fantastic. You want to take us on the go through Android or through your Apple device, that's great as well. If you want more information on that and how you can get access to all of our great content, you can visit unitednetwork.tv. On this podcast, we highlight some of the stories that we cover on our newscasts, and We cover a bunch of different types of stories. We do local stories through what we call our field messengers. We have a completely different take on journalism. We don't think you necessarily have to go to school to learn how to be a reporter. And I can say that because I climbed through the ranks. I have a degree in journalism, and that will take you on a certain path. But really what we like to do is just have people tell stories about what's going on in their community. And we don't call them reporters. We don't call them citizen journalists, we call them field messengers. And so that's part of our newscast is people just telling us, hey, this is what's happening in my backyard. This may be, you know, here's what mainstream media is telling you, but let me tell you what's happening in my backyard. And we find that information to be a heck of a lot more credible. So we have our field messengers. We've got a few reports today that I want to go over and share with you guys. We also talk about world stories. So what is happening in general in different areas of the world? What are some of the top headlines that are out there? So I've got a few things for you guys to learn a little bit more about today. And we do try to take a deeper look at those headlines because it's not always what you think, right? Right. Whatever the headline says isn't necessarily the whole story. And so we try to teach you what is really behind the headline there. And then we have something called our World Situation Report, which is extremely unique to us. If you haven't watched our newscast before... Well, we have access to information on this planet that nobody else does, okay? That's really the only way to say it. You have to have a certain level of security clearance in order to get this information, and we have access to the highest in the world. A lot of people think that security clearances are just based on country, but there is one for the entire world as well that gives you access to everything, and that's what we have, and if you do turn tune into our newscast, you're going to learn a lot more about that. But the world Situation report takes a look at what's happening that nobody is talking about, and it may involve stuff here on the planet. It may not be on our planet. it may be elsewhere, maybe somewhere else in the multiverse. and this is stuff I guarantee you've never heard before. But that's why you're here, right? That's why you come to United Network News. And I'm going to be honest some of the information that we talk about may be hard to digest for some people because it is new, because no one else is talking about this. And if that's the case, that's okay. That's okay if you have your doubts, it's okay if you've got a lot of questions, it's okay if you're asking things like, how in the world could this possibly be true? Wouldn't everybody be talking about this? Well, there's a lot of control still in our world. A lot of people are controlled. A lot of organizations, a lot of news outlets are controlled. That is the truth. And so you have good people working at these different groups. It doesn't matter if it's a news outlet or the Treasury Department or somewhere within somebody's government. You have good people, but you have really, really bad management. And a lot of times people are threatened. A lot of times, you know, their job may be threatened, their family may be threatened, they may be blackmailed. There's a lot of nefarious stuff going on behind the scenes, and that's why these stories don't come out. But we are not controlled by them, and we never will be controlled by them. With this show, I'm hoping you take the information, you process it, and you rely on your own discernment to tell you what is true. Because gone are the days where we just, you know, turn on our television or listen to a podcast or a radio broadcast or something, and we just consume the information without really critically thinking about what's being said and the motive behind it. That's kind of what got us into trouble in the first place. So, you know, be prepared. We're going to give you a lot of good information today. You know, take it, process it. Do your homework afterward. I don't expect you to just believe anything that I say. Do your homework. Start asking questions. Okay, here's the rundown for Friday, September 1st, 2023. All of our newscasts start off with our amazing Field Messengers. So we have three different reports that are part of this newscast today. And we start with one of our field messengers in Indiana. Her name is Theresa, And so this is a really cool story. She went back and she actually did an update on a story that she reported on a while back. And this has to do with a restoration project. And there is a wetland near her area. It's called the Wabashki Wetland Restoration Project. And... Long story short, this area used to be a junkyard. (laughs) I mean, pretty bad. And that's what her first report was about. Well, in today's newscast, she gives us an update. And she decided to go in the summer. And what we're seeing is the beauty of restoration here preserving our ecosystem. And when you let the planet just do what the planet does, it's a really beautiful thing. <laughs> the planet knows what it's doing, guys. <laughs> it doesn't need us to intervene. So what you have is, you know, more water, you have more wildlife coming to the area. There's more birds, the trees have grown. I believe the city even came in and put in some telescopes for people that wanted to do some bird watching. So it's all about relaxation and just, you know, being in the moment, appreciating nature. And it's really beautiful. They're even taking out old telephone poles and, I don't know, maybe even telephone towers, cell towers maybe. But old things are being taken out by helicopter. So they are really committed to restoring this area. And I have to tell you guys, we're going to start to see this more and more because we are restoring our entire planet. This is this is the stage that our planet is in. We are in the restoration phase now and I know a lot of you haven't seen that yet because of what mainstream media is telling you. They are trying to hold on to a very old narrative a very old narrative that they've had control over for a long time. But that's not reality. That's not really where we're at. And pretty soon you're going to see all of these news outlets either start reporting the truth or they're just going to go away because they can't keep up the lies. So, what's really happening is restoration, and Theresa gives us a really great example of that it's It's a beautiful video, so you guys should check it out also, Annette from Canada. she does this story about what we call an adventure tunnel, which is it's kind of like one of those tunnels i I you know water can go through it, but it's big enough for people to walk through as well, and there's a lot of people it's kind of an abandoned tunnel like that. And people bicycle through it. Well, she was pointing out all this colorful graffiti. Now, graffiti is, you know, you may like graffiti. You may not like graffiti. I mean, it is an artistic thing. But I think this brings up a a question that we're going to have to answer in, in the future moving forward. A lot of people think of graffiti as, you know, being distasteful because it's just spray painted or painted wherever, right? And it's defacing property. But the way I look at it is, is this, are we, you know, are we defacing property? Yeah, you know, it's not theirs. And, you know, it's kind of an open canvas and they're painting on it. Are they making it pretty? I mean, there's, there's an argument to be made for that, right? But as we think about restoration, can we think about places where graffiti would be fine, where it is fine to go in and paint? Can we designate areas for graffiti, not for, Bad language and things like that, but for the artistic presence of it, because it's colorful, a lot of it's beautiful. It is so unique and interesting. And that's what Annette was trying to bring out in this place. I kind of view it like the old, um, well, we have skateboard parks. I live in California. And if you don't want skateboarders all over the place, you know, in parking lots and near your grocery store when you're getting your groceries and getting in your car, you designate a place for it. Well, can we do something like that for graffiti? It's just a question. But stories like this make you think about that kind of stuff. You know, what can we how can we make this better? This is beautiful. A lot of people find this to be artistic and beautiful. How can we make this work for everybody? And then we have a community support report. I just totally rhymed right there (laughs) from our good friend Alan. And Alan used to do a show. I'm not sure if he's doing it anymore, but you can listen to a lot of his older episodes called Circle of White Light Radio. And Alan met with a group in Poland who happens to listen to our newscast. And they get together as a group, and then they use the information we give them in order to, A, know what's going on on the planet, and then also to improve their community. So they take it back to their community, and it was just an update on how they're doing this, which I thought was really neat, because that is the goal, right? You know, this is not a spectator sport anymore. Watching the news and just consuming, consuming, consuming information. We're not doing that anymore. We are going to be proactive. We are going to get the information, and then we're going to do something with the information, and we are going to be better off because of that, okay? All right, well, if you wanna actually watch any of those field messenger reports, you can do so now. In fact, we've, we usually have a shorter version that goes on the news because we're limited for time, and then we have a longer version that goes out on the United Network app, but you can also find the longer stories at unitednetwork.news, which is our main news website. Now, you're not gonna find complete newscasts on that site, But you will find some written articles and perhaps most importantly, our amazing field messengers and all of their reports. So if you want to watch anything that I just described to you there, head on over to unitednetwork.news. Okay, let's talk about some of the world stories that are happening across our amazing planet here. Now, I have to tell you, a lot of the world stories kind of, the ones that are important us to really, really share with you guys. Some of these do have a negative spin to them. And that's, it's kind of unfortunate, but I want to point out certain things to you so that you can take this information and whether you're watching our news or headlines from another website or whatever, you need to start reading between the lines here. Because as as I said before, what you're seeing in the headlines is not really the story. OK, it's it's the hook to get you there. But what's happening, you know, you really got to look a, a little bit deeper. So let's talk about some of these. We have a bunch of stories in today's newscast about weather. We have Hurricane Dalia, which is the one that hit Florida and some of the surrounding states as well. Florida is saying it's the fourth major hurricane in the last seven years. It's expected to cause 20 billion dollars in damages. I think we talked about this on our first podcast episode You know, I mean, Florida gets hit with a lot of things, but we've got other strange weather occurrences going on. In Hong Kong, we have a super typhoon that is headed their way. It's expected to shut down the city. Their flights are suspended. Their trains aren't working anymore. And then it's interesting in Sri Lanka, we almost have the exact opposite happening. They are losing their rice crop because they are expecting this summer monsoon to hit which it usually does every year. And they need that, that kind of condition where all of that rain and water comes. They have to have that for their summer harvest you know, to produce their rice. So they're experiencing the exact opposite where this summer monsoon is not happening. And farmers, quite frankly, are kind of freaking out because that's a huge portion of the population there. And so they're really worried about their rice crops. Now I bring all of this up, it's all weather related. So I'm grouping these stories together today. And I did mention this in the first podcast episode, but watch the weather stories. Okay. And when you see these kind of stories, know that this is not normal and we have to ask questions. Why is this happening now? Now, don't just believe the first thing, you know, if you ask some politician this, they're probably going to blame climate change. We're not going to go into climate change today. Okay. But there are other things happening behind the scenes. that they're not talking about. And what we are talking about here is weather control. Now, not necessarily from specific people, because weather used to be able to be controlled by people on this planet that had very nefarious purposes that did not want the best for humanity. But their toys have been taken away from them. So what you're seeing now is not people necessarily, you know, trying to manipulate the weather. But this is happening, you know, for a reason. And sometimes it's boots on the ground with like a lot of the fire stuff that's been going on. It's literally people going around these people that don't want the best for humanity are going around and starting these fires. These are not natural disasters. And then for these bigger stories like these hurricanes and these typhoons and lack of monsoons, this is actually part of an old computer system that no longer is in operation, really. But there were some defaults. There were, you know, think of it as like a, a dead man switch that automatically were kind of put in place should our planet become too light. So should humanity decide to work for good as opposed to working for bad? Should we, you know, collectively, our conscience go that route and become more and more light? These different things were put into place to discourage that because what does bad weather and, you know, issues like not being able to grow your rice, which your whole family is dependent on, what does that do to the population? It brings them down. It makes them upset. It brings negative feelings. And that was the plan. It's like, oh, they're getting too positive. We got to, you know, send something else in. So that is the big picture of what's happening with the weather. But the other thing that I want to talk about here is FEMA. Now, if you haven't heard of FEMA before, we we did do a story on this, and we gave a lot of background on FEMA. FEMA is more of a thing here in the United States. It stands for the Federal Emergency Management Association, and it's, it's, it's associated with the government. People think it's a government agency. And what they're supposed to do is come in and help, like with Hurricane Idalia in Florida. They're supposed to come in and help restore, help the people there. Well, the story that we ran on the newscast is all about how they are, they said that they are limiting their disaster funds. They're restricting their disaster funds. And now they are only going to give to emergency life-saving measures. That's the only kind of thing that they're going to be Funding, which I find interesting because isn't a hurricane a life-saving measure, <laughs> like all these kind of things. But it's like they've made this announcement basically saying to everyone, hey, guys, we don't have any money. <laughs> we don't have any money for this. And it, it's somewhat understandable because we have all these crazy things, whether it's quote-unquote wildfires, you know, or hurricanes or whatever is going on just here in the U.S., Okay, so that's the announcement. That's what the main story is about. But we took a deeper dive into what FEMA actually is and who's actually funding FEMA because it's not your taxpayer dollars that's funding FEMA. Honestly, FEMA is a joke. They put on this big show. And let me preface this by saying if you work for FEMA or you know someone that works for FEMA, there are good people in all these organizations. There are. But in general, when I talk about a group, I'm talking about the people that are leading the group. And what FEMA does, regardless of what the other people that work for FEMA want to do, because they're just taking orders, okay? FEMA comes in, they hand out some water bottles, they take some pictures. They greet some politicians, and then they leave the people empty-handed. This happens time and time again. You don't believe me? Ask anyone in Louisiana with Hurricane Katrina. They are still trying to rebuild, and that is ridiculous, given the amount of money, money FEMA gets. FEMA is also a huge power broker. They come in, they hand out contracts for disaster cleanup and, you know, giving out emergency equipment, like generators and things like that. And then the contracts are never paid out. They are never paid out. But let's talk for a second about who is actually giving money to FEMA. Because it's not our taxpayer dollars. That's not where the bulk of the money is coming from to pay for all of this. They are paid, FEMA is paid, billions of dollars by the Rothschild family, that is a whole big deep dive. If you haven't heard of the Rothschild family before, and I'm not just talking about literal family members, but it extends out past that, you're going to be, you know, going down the rabbit hole for a while with that family, okay? But they have been heavily involved in world affairs for a very long time, and they are not out to help humanity at all. Now, I'm going to give you a number here that's really mind-blowing, and this is going to be hard to believe, okay? Okay but they have an incredible amount of wealth. And to give you an idea of how much wealth it is, our federal dollars and it doesn't matter if, you know, you're here in the United States, whatever country you're in, 80%, 80% of your federal tax dollars go directly to the Rothschilds. Let me say that again. of your federal tax money is going to this family and whatever they want to do with it, and I promise it's not good. And Rothschild is paying FEMA to do, I don't even know what they're doing with the money. Honestly, most of it has to be some sort of money laundering operation because they're certainly not spending this money on the people. But most of FEMA's money coming from the Rothschild family. And now FEMA is out of money. Why? Because the Rothschilds are no longer getting 80% of our federal tax dollars. And that was a very recent move. Up until very recent, they were. No more. Okay, so they don't have billions of dollars. What they do have are a lot of these weather conditions to deal with and no money. So that is the story behind FEMA, They are actually out of money. And so the announcement that, hey, we're running out of money and we can only focus on life-saving measures, that probably is true. But they don't tell you where their money is coming from and they don't tell you how much they were getting. And they also don't tell you that when they go to these places, they really don't do a darn thing unless it's in front of a camera. Let's talk about governments specifically the White House, because they have announced that they are working with Congress to establish a short-term funding plan to prevent a government shutdown. We have talked a lot on our newscasts about government shutdowns, which pretty much are inevitable at this point, but not because Congress can't get together and figure their stuff out. But this is a legitimate question. Don't we see this headline over and over again? Why can't Congress figure this out? I'm pretty sure, you know, my daughter, who's nine years old, could do a better job, you know, with her money than what Congress is doing with our money. It feels like they're always kind of punting the ball. (laughs) And just like FEMA, guys, the government, it doesn't matter which government you want to point to. But in this case, this article is about the White House. They truly don't have any money. They have zero money because, again, like FEMA, their money was coming from other sources and they have been cut off. Why are they being cut off? Because they won't, they won't do things for the betterment of humanity. They have decided that they are going to follow their old bosses and do what their old bosses tell them to do. And that is pretty much their old bosses want to rule the world and want everyone to be slaves. (laughs) They want to take all of our money and, you know, you will own nothing and be happy. Right. That's their motto. And we're not having it. That is not the future of this planet. They have been in control for far too long. And now we are seeing a shift to the light. So in a light system, you are a sovereign being and you are responsible for yourself. And you don't need a government. You don't need a nanny to oversee you because they're not doing what they say they're doing. Most of the government's money does not come from taxes. As we said earlier, 80% of what is given is actually given out to the Rothschilds. At least it was until recently. Okay, so they couldn't fund everything just based on The money that we give them in taxes. That's an illusion. That's what everybody thinks. Because that's honestly, it's kind of not our fault, because that's what we've been told. And we believe them. But their money comes from other places. And they take the money and then they agree to do different things. They agree to start wars. They agree to, you know, tell people that there is a virus. And they agree to do this kind of stuff because they're being paid to do so. But now that funding has stopped and it's like there's a room full of chickens with their heads cut off, guys. They're running all over the place. They don't know what's going on. That's why in the news it's like, you know, people are so wishy-washy and they can't get the budget straight and they can't because they have no guidance. They are running around, you know, and it's it's like – You know, when the cats are away, the mice will play, but but they don't know how to play. They don't know what to do. They've always been given orders, but they don't have orders anymore. And anything that they are being told, it's like one minute they're told this and then they're told something else and they're just trying to save face and they look ridiculous. So what is the White House going to do with Congress regarding funding? Honestly, the government is probably going to shut down. And we'll talk about this more in other newscasts and on other podcast episodes, the reason behind that. Who knows how long they're going to draw this out, but they are not going to get money unless they come on board with what we call the restoration plan, which is the restoration of the entire planet. And if you're going to try to cause wars and disease and famine and all this crazy stuff that you've been doing for thousands of years, you're not going to get any money. And but they're they're still following the people that are telling them to hold out because money's coming. Money's not coming. Don't agree with the restoration plan. Money's not coming. You're going to continue to see articles like shutdowns and things like that because they don't have any money. Last story that I wanted to mention here. Again, this is just something that I want to put in your head so that when you see other stories like this, you start to ask questions. There are mothers of 111,000 missing people that are protesting right now in Mexico. So these these mothers don't have their children. Now, I believe some of these are adults. When I say children, it's not necessarily super young, but it could be. And they're saying that these disappearances are linked to drug cartels. Well, we know that there are a lot of drugs in Mexico, and I'm not saying that it's not somehow linked to drug cartels, but there is a deeper story here. The mothers are claiming that the government is downplaying this crisis and they're not getting any kind of government assistance. And it's rare that an article like this actually makes it out. I was quite encouraged to see this kind of you know, posted on some different sites. So we have to start asking questions. Well, why wouldn't the government wanna help mothers? And if they're, they're missing their kids, yeah, drugs are bad and people do get mixed up in drugs, but 111,000? You have to look at the numbers here. That just, it doesn't quite add up. And I'm not saying the drug cartels aren't involved, but this is not the entire story. How many of you guys have seen the movie Sound of Freedom? Okay. This is about child trafficking. And I believe this story is connected to that as well. It certainly begs the question of where do 111,000 people go? What most people don't understand is how huge human trafficking is. It is downplayed in every country because every country, yes, including the United States, is part of this. This is as big or maybe even bigger now than the drug cartel industry, okay, and, you know, illegal drugs because you're not just selling something once. You can sell it multiple times, and I know that sounds horrible, and if this is the first time that you're hearing about human trafficking – I'm sorry, but there are some things that need to be said, especially when it comes to our children. I'm a mother. I have four children. And of all the crazy stuff, the government, <laughs> the all of these people, I mean, I don't even know of a, a name to describe them. You know, you could call them the Illuminati, but it's not just the Illuminati. You could call them the cabal. These people that have been in charge for so long, they've done a lot of horrible things to us. But the thing that gets me the most fired up is them hurting our children. Because as a mom, when I look in my kids' eyes every day, I can't imagine anyone harming my child. Yet, there are so many children out there that are being harmed in ways you cannot even fathom. You cannot even process it. And if you do, you're probably going to start to tear up because that is just the natural human emotion of what's going on here. If you did see Sound of Freedom, I'm, I'm glad that that movie's out there and is shedding some light on this, but that just scratches the surface. You know, they couldn't, even if they wanted to, they couldn't say everything in that movie of what's really going on because people, people might even shut down. But the truth is the selling of children is a lucrative business. And it starts with sex, all right? So, well, I mean, I guess it could start with, you know, them just, doing hard labor and things like that, but it usually progresses to sex. So they're sex slaves. And from there, it can also progress even further. They use the children in so many different ways. And they could end up in a ritual or some sort of human sacrifice. Yes, that goes on. That goes on in the United States. It's not just, you know, some... I don't know, some land in the middle of nowhere where people don't know any better. better. There are people, there are politicians that are doing this. This is widespread. It is underground. It is in, you know, different areas where people don't go looking. But this is demonic. These are actual demonic Luciferian sacrifices. And it is done for the same reason you think it's being done, (laughs) Okay. And, you know, this is their religion. And you may not have a religion, that's okay. But you have to understand they think this is very real. And they think when they sacrifice innocent blood, which is what children are, they are innocent, that it gets them higher up with their God. And they do horrible things in these sacrifices. And even if they aren't, the children aren't sacrificed, then once they're done with the whole sex, you know, industry, then they really can't use them anymore. So then they sell their organs. I mean, this is horrible, horrible stuff. But this is our reality. And we we have to understand what is happening here so we can make change. It's not comfortable. But this is how we grow. And this is how we learn. So when I see an article that says mothers of 111,000 missing people I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe the drug cartels are involved. Maybe they just scooped them off the street. But where are these kids ending up? You wouldn't believe the names that are associated with child trafficking and child sex trafficking. Household names. People you were told were good guys. They're not. Absolutely not. Okay, let's move on to our world situation report. Sorry, guys. I know that was really heavy. But things have to be said. And you have to call a spade a spade. And that is a very serious industry. And it has to be stopped. We are not going to allow people to hurt our kids anymore. Okay, (laughs) Here we go. Off, Off my soapbox, guys. For the World Situation Report. Now, the big story of what has been happening in our skies recently that everybody could see, at least on some level, is the super blue moon. Now, this is something that I learned. I, I thought that this was extremely unique. And this super blue moon is unique. But blue moons in general, you know, it, it does happen, you know, every now and again. think it was like every seven years or something like that. It happens when there is a second new moon on the calendar month. But this one is a little bit different because there's some different alignments going on, okay? The moon is actually closer to Earth, which is what gives it, you know, this really big appearance. But there's also an alignment going on with the sun. And I know this kind of gets into a little woo-woo stuff, like (laughs) woo-hoo, but alignments can do certain things. And they have done certain things in the past, okay? Okay. It, this all boils down to quantum physics, and we're not going to go into, you know, a whole you know dissertation on that. But there were people on this planet that aren't out for the betterment of humanity that were hoping this super blue moon was going to help them in lots of ways and basically give them all their power back so they can continue with their plan for global domination. Because <laughs> that is their end plan. But that didn't work out so well for them. So let's go ahead and uh, introduce this clip here. Here's Kim and I talking about the super blue moon on the World Situation Report.
1: So we all know it was a super blue moon on Wednesday. Yeah. If you got a chance to take to get a glimpse of that, uh, it was around nine o'clock, nine thirty, something like that, Eastern Standard Time. And the Chinese deep state, etal, you know, the mm-hmm. Order of the Dragon had told everyone that the timeline was gonna flip back into their favor and they were going to once be in control. I know, Jan, right? We've heard this before.
0: So many Uh, times. Yep,
1: yet another alignment. And to be fair, um, over a 1,008 years ago, this did happen. You know, and we ended up back into a dark timeline and, and they ended up back in control. But, you know, the world was a different place at that time. Mm-hmm. and this is what they failed to understand. The, the Draco were here large and in charge, we had the Abraxas still around, we had the Targethians still around, we had mm-hmm. a lot of different factors that came into play. But these people seem to think, and, and, and you know, it has to be said, because these people seem to think the Council of Nine is still doing their old job, uh, they're not. Right. Uh, they seem to think that there's some alien race somewhere uh that has set everything up for them because they're so special or something but it was never really about alignments and i'm going to make that extremely clear because you know the whole world is is living on old texts and fantasies that don't exist and 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 it's clearly driving everybody off off the cliff mm-hmm. um But behind every timeline, behind every date, behind every alignment, there's always somebody pulling the button, pushing the buttons. So there's like an Oz, you know, a man behind the curtain, so to speak, or someone or something or some species behind the curtain that makes it all happen. But this was no exception. Uh, There there was a few things set up to try to do something, uh, you know, at this time, but there's, again, the people that set them up, set them up for themselves, or I should say the beings that set them up, set them up for themselves, not for them. So that they could then push the button and we would end up in another 1,008 years of darkness. So.
0: So Kim, I just have a question about the the blue moon in general. Like what would this normally do? Cause this comes around every, I mean, it's a long time, like thousand so years, even longer than that. Oh no, it did.
1: We have blue moons. Blue moon just means there's a second new moon in in our calendar month. Um, But this one here would have been a position where it would have been the closest to earth than it has in a while. Uh, There was also an alignment between that and the central sun, which is source, uh, the moon itself. And and the center of Earth, so that there was a. I guess I would say this one here was a little bit different than other blue moons we we have every few years or so often. Uh, so there was, I guess, something to it that would have made those in the know with an understanding of quantum physics, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it would have given them an indication of what they could do at that time based on that type of an alignment. Uh, it didn't happen, obviously, right. but that didn't stop, you know, various, um, I would say it was probably Umbrella Military Corporation and some other Asian Taifang people uh, from the Taifang military uh, going to Khan Mountain in Mongolia. Uh, Silverton, actually, not too far from me. Uh, and um, Axum, A-X-U-M, in Ethiopia. Uh, Now, that was an interesting one because it was Mobius there and they flew in on a UN jet. So, what does that tell you? (laughs) I know. They're not even trying to
0: hide it anymore, are they? (laughs) No. Well,
1: in these three locations, you have what's called a neutral portal. Um, It would have been tied to the Council of Nine, Uh, it would have been neither dark nor light. And there was. I guess you would say something that anchored the bit of darkness that was there, and also something that anchored the light. Uh, so they were thinking that something at these portals was going were, would have given them an indication. Sorry, I'm running around like crazy today. Would have given them an indication uh, that uh, the dark would come back. So maybe there'd be a dark shadow, or they would be uh, they'd see some kind of an opening or something. I guess. Because there wasn't really a ritual or anything going on there. It was just a bunch of people observing uh, to see if they could get something. Uh, tied to the one in Colorado uh, here, uh, close by, uh, was a fa- the facility in Dulce. Everybody's heard about Dulce. And uh, the facility at the laboratory in Los Alamos, New Mexico. And so they had people at both of those locations waiting to see, waiting, looking for a signal. They were almost like sending out signals to see if they could get a signal back uh, on Wednesday, and of course nothing happened. Uh, They continued to try to do this until, um, I would say early Thursday morning, when it became apparent that there was nothing happening. So the Chinese lied again, Chinese deep state. Uh, Those texts were wrong. Uh, There was no Oz to come back and push a button and we certainly weren't going to do it, that's for sure. We know about it, uh, but we were certainly not going to help them. So we cleaned up anything in those three locations that was dark and and now it's our portal officially. So it's only a light portal now in those locations. Oh, what a mess.
0: So- Can they tell, Kim, when, when a portal has been changed from like a dark or in this case an even, like not light, not dark, can they tell? When it's been changed to light, for example.
1: Yes, they can because the they do have dark matter detectors, for lack of a better okay. term. It's a little, it's a lot more intricate than that, but yeah. in 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 essence, literally, what a pun! In essence, <laughs> you would see, you would see uh, dark essence, uh, dark plasma, dark matter, and and none of that actually happened. Okay. So in fact, you know, the opposite happened. But that didn't stop them. You know, This, I feel like I'm, I'm living in Groundhog Day, and I know you guys probably do too. I um,
0: know. Yeah. But when
1: is the next alignment for these people? I don't know.
0: You know, it's really crazy to think that these people that have been controlling the planet for thousands of years are basing huge decisions such as government shutdowns on whether or not a moon is in a certain alignment with the sun, which is in alignment with some star. I mean, this happens over and over again. And real people are being impacted, right? I think all of you would agree. Like, our governments are insane. And these are the people that the Chinese deep state is pretty much behind all governments out there. They are calling the shots along with the Jesuits right now. They are the ones that are kind of vying for power, going back and forth, doing these crazy things, you know, waiting for some crazy alignment. And now we've got this super blue moon. I mean, it's insane. Okay, but this is what they've done in the past. And to their credit, when they would do these things in the past, it would work. But for a long time now, none of these little, you know, alignments have worked out in their favor, but they keep doing it over and over again. And isn't that the definition of insanity, doing something over and over again, expecting a different result? Deep state, and there's deep state all over the world. They're one big happy family. Listen to me. Your demons are not coming back. Your other beings from other places that would help you, you know, retain power here on earth, They are not coming back. They are gone. They've gone back to source. They are gone. Now what we have is the restoration plan. So you have an important decision to make here. Either you get on board with the restoration plan or you yourself are probably going to end up going back to source or being very, very miserable in a planet whose energy is getting brighter and brighter every day. Now, I'm on the side of people that want a better future. I want a better future for myself. I want a better future for my family. So if you're not here for that, get out of the way. For far too long, they have controlled our planet and have tried to keep us in fear. We are so fearful of everything. We're, we're fearful of each other. We're fearful of our future. No more. No more. They create terrorist groups. That's our next clip. We're going to talk about who's really behind these terrorist groups. Because here in the U.S., we're told that there's all of these groups out there and, you know, they hate democracy and they hate freedom and they're out to get us. You know, we've got this war on terror and these wars that last for how many years? And what's the result besides our soldiers going out there and being killed and their families losing loved ones? What's all of this for? Who is this big giant out there that's going to come get us? The answer might surprise a lot of you take a listen.
1: We also have seen um, other parties such as Al-Qaeda and ISIS reappearing in the news. I don't know what year it is. I thought I fell asleep and woke up back, you know, in in another timeline somewhere because, you know, you haven't heard these names in a long time. It's been a minute. Uh, They apparently are also fighting them in Syria, uh, to their knowledge, Uh, but they have a big problem, a really big problem. So yesterday, Uh, this is all part of the World Situation Report, so keep following along with the bouncing ball here. Uh, The American Jesuits were the ones that have recreated Al-Qaeda, recreated the ISIS threat, and also the Seven Sleepers. Uh, The Jesuits may be from UK, uh, they may be from US, uh, they may be from um, Italy or other parts of Europe, but nonetheless, it was the Jesuit order that created it. So now they feel that these people have forsaken them. And they were calling Russia looking for money to fight the, you know, and to go on the jihad, to to fight the the bad guys here. Now, I don't know the end result of those conversations, but I'm pretty sure they probably told them today that's not gonna happen. Mm -hmm. They're done funding ridiculous situations. You know, everybody knows who created Al-Qaeda. Everybody knows who created ISIS. Everybody knows who created the Russian separatists in 2014. Everybody on this section knows, and if you don't know, it's the same people who are recreating them today. It's the same people playing the same game, but without any money. Yeah. So everybody's looking for help now from somebody or other because now they've left a hole You've got terrorist groups that are demanding payment. Well, we are, the only thing I will give them, um, is some advice. That is you have been sitting at the wrong cafe, being fed a whole bunch of lies and bull is not a currency. You can't eat it. Well, maybe you can. I don't know. But you can't eat it. You can't, you know, fight it with it. You can't get weapons for it with it. You can't do anything. All you can do is sit and wait for it if you listen to those people. So there really is not an ISIS in the world. It doesn't exist, you know, as far as the terrorist organization that you know from the news. There is not an Al-Qaeda. It doesn't exist. There's not a Taliban. It doesn't exist. None of these groups exist. They are subsidiary arms of of the Order of the Black Sun and a creation.
0: Wow. Okay, so let's unpack this a little bit because some of you may be going, holy cow, what are they actually saying? So if all of these groups, if ISIS and Al-Qaeda and these groups that we have been told, at least here in the U.S., we have been told that they are out for our freedom You know, (laughs) and that there's this endless war to protect our freedom, because, again, they love to tug at the heartstrings, especially us Americans. You know, we're all about our freedom. So anyone that comes, you know, or at least the illusion of them coming between us and our freedom, they get the Americans riled up about this for sure. And we have been told that it's these groups. But we were not told that these groups were created by other people specifically to create this illusion and that these groups aren't really out for their own jihad, that they are out to be paid. And unless they get paid, they're not doing whatever headline you want them to do, whatever you want them to blow up. And if that's true, which it is, what does that mean for everything else? What does that mean for... Osama bin Laden that was apparently hanging out in caves for years that we couldn't find. Give me a break on that one. What does that mean for 9-11? What does it mean for all of this? These are the questions that we have to start asking when we get information like this and we learn the truth about who people are in our world and this whole illusion that we have been given to fight each other, to kill each other because wars make money. That is horrible. I know that sounds horrible. That's what these people do. They're trying to start wars right now. They're trying to get the Russia-Ukraine conflict to become World War III so they can all make their money because they have no money. But again, we've talked about this before. It's free to start a war, but wars are extremely expensive and you can't maintain it and you can't wrap it up if you don't have money. So they're trying to do all these different things and these alignments, the blue moons, all this kind of stuff. They think they're going to get their power back, which gives them their money back. And then they can reign free again. But that is not happening. And the more and more we can get the truth out there about what's really happening on this planet, we can open more people's eyes and then we can start really taking the control back because their power is an illusion because they've created this whole facade for us. But the moment that we say, "Uh uh-uh, we're not having it anymore, we win. We have already won on the cosmic side of stuff. Okay. The light side has one, but now we have to understand it. We have to become the sovereign beings that we were created to be. This is how life is supposed to be. Life is not supposed to be hard. And it's not because of some sin or something that you did in your life. It's because of these nefarious people and their, their worship of these demons and these gods that were are literally trying to take over our planet. Now, those beings are out of the way. So now we're dealing with what I consider to be irreparable humans that are not listening to reason, that are trying to do all these alignments, that are trying to start these wars, because that's all they know. That's all they know. That's what they know works. That's what they know gives them money to feed their family. And it's it's a horrible situation. But we do have a plan moving forward. It is called the restoration plan. And it is all about restoring our families, our communities, our entire world, our countries, everything. And it's going to happen a lot sooner than you think. So we're at the final stages now of these holdouts, I'll just call them holdouts, of people that still think these alignments with different planets and whatever are going to give them this power, It's not happening. And they keep doing this over and over again. That's why Kim was talking about Groundhog Day. It does on the news. Sometimes it's just like they're doing the same thing over again. Are they crazy? No, they just don't know what else to do. But we know what to do. Okay, we're moving forward. We are taking responsibility for ourselves. We are taking responsibility for our families and our communities, and we're going to support each other, and we're going to keep improving because that is our destiny. I know that sounds that sounds like a little pep talk, right? It's your destiny. But no, it is. It really is. This is our timeline. This is a light timeline. And for those of you who are perhaps a little bit more spiritual, when we talk about source, there's a lot of different names for source, okay? A lot of people call him God. I call him God. I kind of grew up in the church, although I don't really follow a lot of what the church teaches anymore. But there is a cosmic source behind all of this. And it is a good source and it is a loving source. And that's where we're headed. So welcome to the restoration plan, guys. You are seeing the remnants of people out there that are still holding on to a system that no longer exists. And I know a lot of this may seem a little bit out there. So I encourage you guys, take the information that you learned today. Do your research. Now, a lot of the information, there was a lot of information about this on the Internet. The Internet has been scrubbed, especially if you try to use Google. Oh, my gosh, they block pretty much everything. Maybe try to use a different search engine. Go down some rabbit holes. Here's the thing. Have an open mind. If you come into this thinking you know everything, you know, it reminds me of that line from Game of Thrones. You know nothing, Jon Snow. You kind of don't, and it's okay because you've been lied to your entire life. So have an open mind. Keep asking questions. When you see these kind of headlines thrown at you, what's really the story behind that? Think critically. And if you want more information on some of the stories that you heard about on today's podcast, You can go to unitednetwork.tv. This gives you access to all of the United Network content. Not only our newscasts, but we have original series. We've got some great health and wellness pieces as well. And you can also connect with us on Telegram. We've got two different channels. Uh, One is for CARE. CARE stands for the Center for Amity and Restoration of Earth. And United Network, United Network News, we fall under CARE. And so there's going to be a lot of really good information coming out through the CARE channel about restoration and where things stand. So you can follow that. And then also United Network News Channel, that's where you will find out all about our newscasts and then the individual field messenger reports. Not just the ones that we release on the news, but we actually get a lot more reports in that we don't have time to put on the news. And longer form content and all that will go out on the apps as well. So you get all of that with your membership if you want to check it out. But if not, that's okay. We're glad you're here today. If things sounded a little bit woo-woo, that's okay. Stick with us. I'm telling you, what's real and what is part of reality is very different than what you see in your day-to-day life. So just have an open mind. Keep the light. (laughs) Keep positive. You are living in the best possible time to be on this planet, and you're here for a reason. Don't ever forget that. This is The Rundown, and I'm Sunny Galt for United Network News, signing off.